TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have a partly cloudy sky and 49 degrees. At least six people, including children, are unaccounted for following a house fire and shooting that wounded two police officers in East Lansdowne, Pennsylvania, near Philadelphia. The ordeal began when officers responded to a report of an 11-year-old girl being shot. When the officers arrived at the scene, a gunman inside a home immediately opened fire. Delaware County District Attorney Jack Solsteiner says there is concern over possible victims in the burning structure. We know the victim's family had a lot of people living in that house, including children. We are aware that there are at least six to eight people who are unaccounted for from that family. It is our terrible fear that they may be inside that house when it was burned. We are hopeful that that is not true. Sedgwick County's fiscal condition remains sound, and several pressures outside of the county's control have improved. That includes easing inflation, leveling of interest rates, and low unemployment. Budget discussions are planned over the coming months, including their ARPA spending plan. Lindsay Poe Rousseau, the county CFO, says they've learned that a significant portion of their ARPA allocation could be used for revenue replacement, income the county lost during the pandemic from 2020 to 2022. So what that means is we could use up to $91 million of our total $100.2 million allocation to pay for what are considered traditional government services. Most of those funds are earmarked or spent, but the county does have over $17 million left in contingency. Rodney Price, KNSS News. And the county commission has approved the establishment of an Emergency Communications Community Advisory Board. Commissioner Jim Howell says, The citizens of the community basically have the opportunity to understand 911 and ask questions, make recommendations, um, until they're satisfied. While the board will only have the ability to make suggestions, officials say it's a step toward getting more feedback on where improvements need to be made. Kansas is set to nearly double state legislators' pay at the start of next year. That will make their compensation better than it is for their counterparts in a majority of states. The increase is nearly $28,000 a year for rank-and-file legislators. The boost boost their total compensation to nearly $58,000 from $30,000, an increase of 93%. The pay increase appeared to have bipartisan support, but lawmakers never voted directly on it. They instead set up a bipartisan pay commission last year. Its proposal was set to take effect unless both legislative chambers passed a resolution rejecting it by Wednesday. An inquiry into President Biden's handling of classified documents has been completed. Attorney General Garland telling members of Congress in a letter that Special Counsel Robert Hur has finished his work and his report will be made public soon. 
but only after the White House gets the chance to review it for any potential executive privilege concerns. Classified documents from President Biden's time as vice president were discovered in the Penn-Biden Center in November of 2022. More were found later in the Biden's home in Delaware, some stored in the garage. Former President Trump is facing charges related to documents stored in his Florida home. Later this month, his attorneys will file motions to dismiss them. In Washington, Jack Callahan. Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 6.08 now, eight minutes past 6 o'clock and 48 degrees. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says a ceasefire and hostage release agreement between Israel and Hamas is still possible despite the two sides being far apart on the central terms of a deal. Blinken was in the region trying to broker a deal that could bring some respite in Israel's war against Hamas, which is entering its fifth month. A medical journal has retracted two studies on an abortion pill due to issues with research and conflicts of interest. The studies from the medical publisher Sage Perspectives were cited in a pivotal Texas court ruling that threatened access to mifepristone, but they were supported by the Charlotte Lozier Institute, part of an advocacy group that wants to end access to abortion. A federal judge cited the studies in the Texas ruling that's set to go before the Supreme Court next month. After they were contacted by a reader who was concerned about the data, Sage said in a statement it asked two experts to conduct a peer review, and they found the conclusions were invalidated for several reasons. The study's lead author told the Associated Press in an email, the publisher's actions are a baseless attack on our scientific research and studies. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. A lot of sick people have been reported on board the Queen Victoria cruise ship. The ship arrived in San Francisco with more than 150 passengers and crew members who had become sick. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said it's investigating the outbreak. The predominant symptoms are vomiting and diarrhea. The cause is unknown. The people who did get sick have been isolated on board. The Queen Victoria is operated by Cunard Cruise Line and was carrying about 1,800 passengers and nearly 1,000 crew members. Cunard said the cruise line immediately activated enhanced safety protocols and they have been effective. Jill Nato, Fox News. The Puppy Bowl has a special anniversary to celebrate. The Puppy Bowl is celebrating 20 years and just hitting its stride. The canine football telecast, which has grown so big as to include armadillos, hedgehogs, and chickens, will shift the focus this year and going all puppies because it's the 20th anniversary. Now it's just Mark Purdy and Athena battling for possession. Puppy Bowl made its debut in 2005. Dogs score touchdowns on a gridiron carpet when they cross the goal line any goal line with a toy. But the show has a deeper purpose beyond entertaining, which is to encourage animal adoption. According to the ASPCA, approximately 390,000 shelter dogs are euthanized each year and 2 million shelter dogs are adopted. Michelle Polino, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. So far this morning, things have been looking good. Out there in traffic, traffic conditions looking good, and we don't have... uh, very heavy traffic volumes just yet out there. So, yeah, things looking okay on the roadways so far this morning. Traffic update from 
and 1330 KNSS. I'm Chad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell in the 50s overnight across Wichita and south-central Kansas. That's well above what our high temperature would be this time of year. It's going to be sunny and breezy. Another fairly nice day with a high 65. Clear overnight, turning cooler, our low 39. Then sunshine on Friday with a high 64. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now partly cloudy, we have a south wind gusting to 28 miles per hour and 48 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. 6.12 now, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock, Thursday, February 8th, 2024. We are in, if we count today, about three days till, till uh, Super Bowl. It's coming up this weekend. We had a mostly cloudy, windy day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature was 60 degrees, normal high 47. And we had a south wind gust of 42 miles per hour near the Ike. That was uh, a clock near Eisenhower National Airport. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Temperature's not bad, but that, I'll bet that wind's a little brisk out there right now. Yeah, that south wind is still yeah. blowing around out there. <laughs> At least it's a south wind. Yeah. On this date in 1910, the Boy Scouts of America was incorporated. That's right. Today is the birthday of the Boy Scouts, the BSA. Remember their motto, Ted, be prepared. An organization that has run into some yeah, had some difficulties. Choppy yeah. times. Really has. Recently. When it comes to dealing with a Florida college student who uses public data and social media to track the private lives of billionaires, politicians, and other celebrities, Taylor Swift apparently... Can't just shake it off. In late December, Swift's camp hit Jack Sweeney, a junior studying information technology at the University of Central Florida, with a cease and desist letter that blamed his automated tracking of her private jet for tipping off stalkers as to her location. Sweeney, now the focus of wrath from two billionaires, Swift and Twitter owner Elon Musk, says he intends no harm, but he believes in the importance of transparency and public information. He thinks mm. inquiring minds want to know. Mm. <laughs> you think? I think there's, that's a line that doesn't need to be crossed. Yeah. He could find something better to do with his time, probably. Tiger Woods, remember him? He's been pointing to Riviera uh, for his 2024 debut. Is it Riviera? Yeah, Riviera. He made it official with a statement on X saying he looks forward to being a playing host next week at the Genesis Invitational. Tournament he hosts is another $20 million signature event. Riviera is among the best courses on the tour, but it has confounded Woods. He has played it 12 times as a pro without winning. Most of the uh, any course on the PGA Tour for him. Hmm. And Woods hasn't played a PGA Tour event since the Masters because of an ankle injury. I didn't even know he was still playing. I thought He only that, shows up for the majors if he's say, healthy enough. After that, that, that terrible injury that he suffered in the accident, I thought he was finished with his career. I guess not, huh? I was wrong. Tiger Woods, still out there, still going. Pretty good day on Wall Street yesterday again, Ted. I don't know where the top of this is, but yesterday the Dow closed up 156 points, all three indices up. So it's good for the 401K. Yeah. And then at some point, everybody's going to start selling. And, yeah, and then yeah. we go the other way for a while. All right. But uh, for now, it's going up. Yeah. 
KNSS and the Wichita Thunder excited to announce details for Red Friday, which will include the appearance of Chiefs legend Dante Hall. That's on Friday the 16th, not this Friday, but next Friday. Fans can purchase a special package for $75 that includes a VIP ticket to the game and access to meet the Chiefs legend Dante Hall. Friday, February 16th, it's Red Friday at the Thunder game. You can find out more at wichitathunder.com. And sometime today, I think we're going to give away some tickets, aren't we, Ted? Hey, now. Good. We got, I think, a next four-pack. And it includes the chance to talk to Mr. Hall and maybe have a selfie. Very nice. Yeah. So be listening for your chance to go to Red Friday. 616, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward. Ted, basketball last night. Well, and as you talked about, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl is three up. days away. Yes, yep, the Kansas City Chiefs, the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. And, of course, two hours from right now, we'll have our Minute with Mitch, our 60-second preview on Thursday mornings of the Chiefs game, the Super Bowl. So that'll be fun. Make sure you're here for that two hours from now. And, of course, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have a lot of uh, a lot of good things to talk about these days. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid asked about his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Audio from the NFL Network. Coach Reid, uh, Patrick Mahomes up for man of the year. What do you see from a guy who's able to do so much in the Kansas City community, family man, do the commercials, lead a team to the Super Bowl, and do it all with a passion? Yeah, he'd have my vote. Um, he, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a great one that way. Uh, always willing to give back. Time. I mean, you know, there's only so much time in a day. He's going to exhaust that. He's great with kids. He's great with his own kids. He's great, great with kids. Period. Um, so, and he's a good dad and husband. So that's a that makes him a pretty good man. Our Thursday morning minute with Mitch in two hours. Super Bowl is three days out on Sunday night. You can hear it live right here on KNSS. As you mentioned, Steve, college men's basketball last night at Coke Arena, Wichita State, hosting UTSA, and the Shockers dominate this one. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl with the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Pass through the wing, gets deflected, stolen by Cortez, gets it ahead to Colby Rogers, goes in uncontested and dunks with both hands. And the Shocks just kept the... Middle of the medal. Lobbed by Cortez for Beverly and a slam dunk. Magnificent. My goodness. What a pass and a beautiful slam dunk. Set play. Looked the defenders off all the way and a perfect delivery to Beverly who has 14. The lead is now 24. Harlan Beverly, 16 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. The Shockers beat the Roadrunners 84-64. They had that 20-point lead by halftime. Roadrunners missed 17 three-pointers and a dozen free throws. Meanwhile, the Shockers did not miss a free throw. 15 for 15 at the free throw line. Really? Third best perfect mark in school history for the Shockers. Pretty rare, very rare. Shocks pick up their 10th win of the season. They have back-to-back wins at home. Good win last night at Coke Arena for the Shockers. We'll be talking K-State men's basketball tonight, the weekly edition of the Jerome Tang Radio Show. That's at 7 o'clock tonight, over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. K-State coming off that huge win over fourth-ranked Kansas. Now K-State getting ready for a road trip, visiting nationally ranked BYU coming up this weekend. College women's basketball, another win for friends. The friends' ladies win at Ottawa, 87-72. That is now a 10-game winning streak for the friends' women. They are 18-5 on the season. 
JUCO women's basketball. Hutchinson Community College ranked number two in the nation. Lady Blue Dragons win again at Pratt last night, 92-62. The Hutchinson women ranked number two in the nation, now 22-0 and on the season. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hockey action last night. Uh, I'm sorry, hockey tonight downtown. We have the Wichita Thunder at home on a Thursday night hosting the Fort Wayne Comets, 705 downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. And it's Ollie's night. You can get a four-pack of tickets and a $20 gift card to Ollie's, all for 40 bucks. And that's the Thunder at home tonight downtown. In the National Hockey League last night, the Toronto Maple Leafs win on home ice, beat the Dallas Stars 5-4. to four. Getting some playing time for Toronto, former Wichita Thunder center Bobby McMahon had a shot on goal. Maple Leafs have won four of their last five. They're in third place in the division. NBA basketball last night, the Toronto Raptors win in Charlotte, beat the Hornets 123-117, to snapping a three-game losing streak. Coming off the bench for Toronto, Wichita's Grady Dick, the rookie from KU, two for two from three-point range. He had six points and a couple of assists. The Raptors are four games behind for a playoff spot. Happy birthday today to a big shocker, literally a big <laughs> shocker basketball player, Paul White. Yes. 52 years old today. A very big shocker. Massive dude, seven feet tall. Played shocker basketball, but basketball was not his calling to stardom. It would be professional wrestling. Of course, in WWE, he was known as the Big Show. <laughs> Paul White, seven feet tall, somewhere just shy of about 400 pounds. He's a massive human being. Mm. And it's his birthday today. He is 52. Times a Volkswagen. <laughs> and that's sports with Stephen Ted. 621. Now keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Helicopter parenting. Plus traffic and weather coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 48 degrees here at uh, 6.30 on this Thursday morning. Kansas lawmakers have passed a resolution in the House calling on Governor Laura Kelly to send National Guard troops to the southern border in Texas. The Senate is expected to take up a similar resolution this week. Last week, the governor called it a federal, not a state issue. Sedgwick County Commissioners voting unanimously to withhold approval of the proposed Dam Jam event at Lake Afton this summer. Commissioners, including Pete Meitzner, voice concerns with public safety and depleting county resources for the event. The sheriff and EMS and fire, uh, because of the distance out there and the response that we're required to support uh, the community uh, and having that out there and a lot of focus, it, it it doesn't feel right for me to to be supportive of this. Call the biggest lake party in Kansas. Dam Jam was set to run on July 19th and 20th. Some of the artists booked for the event included Joe D. Messina, Ryan Upchurch, Stone Temple Pilots, and Wheeler Walker Jr. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Heartland Flyer remains on track for making a return of passenger rail service in South Central Kansas. Amtrak wants to connect Newton and Wichita with Oklahoma City and Fort Worth. Amtrak spokesman Mark Maglieri says they are looking for a new station for new station locations or making improvements to the old ones. We have an obligation, both a legal and moral obligation, to make our stations ADA accessible. So you just can't put down, you know, some sticks and blacktop and call that a platform. That's not the right thing to do. In December, Kansas received half a million dollars to study extending the Heartland Flyer. 
A judge has turned down former President Trump's request for a mistrial in the case that led to an $83 million award to writer E. Jean Carroll. Former President Trump had asked for a mistrial because E. Jean Carroll had admitted to deleting some of the threatening messages she had received. Trump attorney Alina Haba said a mistrial was in order because Carroll destroyed evidence that should have been preserved for trial. But Judge Lewis Kaplan denied that mistrial request, saying the motion made no sense. Carroll got the $83 million award from the jury a couple of weeks ago after the former president was found liable for defaming Carroll. A separate jury had found the former president liable for sexually abusing the writer. Jill Nato, Fox News. Officials at MacDill Air Force Base have confirmed the location of Port Tampa Cemetery, an African-American cemetery with as many as 121 unmarked graves on the Florida military installation. The Tampa Bay History Center informed base officials about the possible cemetery in 2019. The base dedicated an on-site memorial to those buried there during a service in 2021. Base spokesman Lieutenant Laura Anderson says they want to make what was wrong right. According to Anderson, a non-intrusive archaeological survey conducted over the past two years identified 58 probable graves and 63 possible graves. Search teams use ground-penetrating radar and cadaver dogs to determine the location of the cemetery. The president of the NAACP Hillsborough County branch, Yvette Lewis, says the forgotten cemetery should be memorialized. The search for more graves will continue through this year. Officials expect to release additional results in 2025. McDill officials will also continue to work with the community to determine how to best document the history of the site and manage it in a manner that pays respect to the families and their loved ones buried there. This Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky, quiet conditions across Wichita and south-central Kansas. As low pressure lifts on off to the north and east of us, sunny and breezy today with a high 65. It'll be clear overnight, tello 39. Temperatures likely in the mid-60s again on Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now partly cloudy, 48 degrees, and we have a south wind gusting to 28 miles per hour. Partly cloudy and uh, 48 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.34 now, Steve, 10 in the morning here on uh, KNSS. And uh, this is the eighth day of February. Just a couple of days left till the Super Bowl's head. On this date in 1922, President Warren G. Harding... Had a radio installed in the White House. Hey, it was right was there. The, high tech. That was the big deal then. Oh yeah, that was in 1922. It was the new way people were getting information. Absolutely. A couple of blocks from the San Francisco Oakland Bay Bridge, Electrify America is about to open an indoor charging station that lets drivers relax in a lounge while their electric vehicle batteries are being filled up. The 20-plug direct current fast charging station, which opens for business Friday near downtown San Francisco, 
is part of a trend toward more appealing neighborhood stations designed to serve EV owners who can't charge at their homes, as well as travelers or commuters who are low on juice. It's also designed to uh, allay fears from potential EV buyers that charging stations are too scarce or that they will have no safe place to wait as their vehicles charge. They call it fast charging, but how fast can it be if you have to have a lounge for people to hang out while it's happening? That's the question I had in my mind, Ted, and I've had it for a while. I don't know. Uh, I can do a little research and find out how long it takes. But apparently, you just can't sit down and, you know, yesterday I filled up my tank of gasoline at uh, one of the stations for, uh, it took me under five minutes. I even stood out in the chilly wind to do it. Let the wife sit in a warm car. Uh, I don't, I don't know. We can put put out a bet whether I will ever own a, an electric vehicle or you in our lifetime. I'm not sure it's going to happen. There's been a well, lot. The point is moot right now because I can't afford it. Yeah, and we we can't afford that stuff. And those things are expensive. Wow, it would work for me, and I can't afford it. So you don't you don't yeah. go my far, but you know if you went on a exactly, trip, I'd I'd rent a car. It, uh, you mean a gasoline car? Probably, yeah. <laughs> ah, progress is our middle name. Steve, at the end of the morning here on KNSS. And, uh, Another hey. great government ploy there, telling everybody they had to have electric cars. And Well, well nobody's buying them. Well, that's just nice. Uh, yeah, you, they, put the, you put the, you, you try to. They put the cart before you manufacture, the horse. You manufacture demand. Yeah. and uh, that's uh, The federal government's great at that. Well, I telling see. us all what we have to do, and then, then mm. when it comes to the tire hitting the road, you can't do it. People can't afford it. There's no charging stations. <laughs> Great idea, federal government. Well, I, I see the the benefits of not uh, you know having renewable energy, but to, that electricity's got to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's got to be generated. And our grid somehow. can ba- and our grid can barely contain <laughs> what we have now. Much less adding every car in the nation to that. Mm. This hasn't been well thought out, I guess, huh? Hmm. Yeah, uh, you can see the benefits of uh, cleaner, cleaner air. Well, of course. Yeah, but uh, goodness gracious, you got to look at the practical side of it. I mm-hmm. just wonder how many people. Uh, and this is a blanket. I shouldn't say this. I bet you there are some a lot of scientists and work for the federal government that have been going like this. <laughs> Time out. Slow down. We're not doing this, but uh, it seems to be some politics there for some somebody. I don't think it's a winner, but there you go. Yeah, and, and of course it would work for me, but I can't afford an electric car. Then again, mm-hmm. I couldn't afford a gasoline, brand new gasoline car either. You can't so. afford a car. You better get a yeah. bicycle. Okay, so <laughs> we need to manufacture like money as opposed to demand. How about you know? I'm an acquaintance who. Uh, <laughs> How about living in a world where we get paid enough that we can afford these things? I'm not going to. I'm not going to novel concept. Use this, yeah. use this man's name, but I've known him for years, and uh, his uh, his daughter. Uh, is one of my my daughter's friends, grade school, whatnot. I'm not going to mention the man's name. He's from a very prominent family, and he can very much afford a gasoline-driven car, but he every day would get on his bicycle and ride to downtown offices and then ride back home up in Benjamin Hills. Uh, he liked to stay in shape, and he loved to ride a bicycle, and it was didn't cost him anything. Didn't leave a carbon footprint. I yeah. thought that was pretty nice of him. We uh, Today is that uh, social services and hospitality Job fair at the Wichita Workforce Center, 2021 North Amity. If you're interested in social service, services and hospitality, you might want to check it out. 1 to 3 p.m. And that uh, work center is at 2021 North Amity. 1 to 3 if you're looking for a job today.
639, Stephen Ten in the morning here on Why do those job fairs only last two hours? I don't know, because they probably don't Wouldn't have any people looking for, one... <laughs> looking for you jobs. You think they would make that an all-day thing so that people could When your employment rate is under 4%, you I don't guess. have a lot of people out there looking, I guess. All right, 639 now, Stephen Ted. It's uh, time for our Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Well, we still have no cash cattle trade developing in our feed yards. Wednesday, we saw the live cattle and feeder cattle futures were able to score new highs for the current move to the upside. The entire complex then sold off and closed negative, but they did come off their session lows. Now, the lean hogs yesterday spent most of the session trading positive, but struggled to hold the gains and closed two-sided. Yesterday's close saw April live cattle $1.27 lower at $184.80. March down a dollar twelve at two forty five fifty five and April lean hogs fifteen lower at eighty one ten. Now some wheat uh, contracts and soybean oil closed positive Wednesday. Now the soybean futures had new lows for the current slide while March corn scored a new contract low. Once again, there was a lack of price-friendly news for the grain markets. Now this morning we've seen Conab lower Brazil's soybean production from 155.27 million metric tons to 149.4. Now today at 11 o'clock is the monthly USDA grain report. Now at the moment, March Kansas City wheat seven and a half Half cents lower at six ten and three quarters. March corn's up a quarter of a penny at four thirty four and a half. March soybeans three and three quarters higher at eleven ninety two and three quarters. March crude oil trading seventy two cents higher at seventy four fifty five. The April gold is twelve dollars and a half lower at two thousand thirty nine. March S and P seven and a half points lower at five thousand and eight. We're looking at the March dollar index now twenty five cents higher at one hundred four seventeen. And March Dow Jones futures six points lower at thirty eight thousand seven sixty eight. For commodity trading, ag marketing, managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, earlier this week we marked the anniversary anniversary of uh, President Kennedy slapping a full trade embargo on Cuba. Uh, And Ted, I've got talking, do we trade any uh, with Cuba now as far as wheat or soybeans, anything like that? I couldn't give you a completely honest answer, but I believe it's very, very minimal. Okay. Where do they get their food? I'm sure they're not growing all of it. (laughs) Well, I think they've got their own connections with communist countries such as uh, China and Russia that's probably helped them out as much as anything. All right. And the majority of that country does live in poverty, too. Poverty, poverty too. Poverty, yeah. Yes. Poor folks, right? Exactly. So that also gives you a little bit of your answer. It's interesting. Whenever I see any visual of Cuba, I see this country with these older buildings, but absolutely looks like beautiful beaches and just a beautiful country. But they've got all these 1954 Chevys driving around. (laughs) So apparently they've got a lot of our old automobiles down there as well. Yeah, they they don't have any electric cars yet, Steve. Okay. Very good. (laughs) All right, thank you, Tom. We'll check with you tomorrow morning. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities coming up. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Building your credit. Aha. Aha. That's on the way with Steve at 10 of the morning here on KNSS. Baseball season is heating up. 
Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app. Odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 648 now, here on this Thursday morning, 48 degrees, three big things, three, basketball, Wichita State, 84, UTSA, 64, two, Sedgwick County Commission, here's quarterly report that its fiscal condition is sound, one, people missing after two cops shot and a house set on fire near Philadelphia, three big things, Stephen, Ted on KNSS. This morning, things in traffic. Well, the traffic volumes are starting to pick up out there. Really not uh, seeing too many slowdowns because of that. But, yeah, the traffic volumes getting quite a bit heavier out there. Starting to see uh, some more traffic on the roadways. But the traffic conditions looking good. And that most common gasoline price here in the Wichita area is still two seventy nine a gallon. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 64 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 38. On Friday, sunny. Tomorrow's high, 63 degrees. Now partly cloudy. South wind gusting up to 28 miles per hour, 48 degrees. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. You can get half-priced pints and $7 signature Old Fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Stephen's in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, social media company Meta says certain fake political videos can stay on their platforms with a few conditions. Fox on set. Fake political videos can stay on Meta's platforms for now. A video of President Biden found to be manipulated and deceptively edited had made the rounds across platforms like Facebook and Instagram, all part of the meta empire of Mark Zuckerberg. The video tries to make an interaction between the president and his granddaughter into something sinister. But Meta says such videos won't be automatically removed going forward, especially if the video is political in nature. They did not mention the video of the president specifically. Instead, the company will use artificial intelligence to detect the artificial intelligence signs and signatures in the deepfake media content. And when it detects a video image or audio is phony, it will mark it as such. There's a strong push to regulate deepfake technology. This could be Meta's attempt to show it can regulate itself. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News.
Wall Street climbed Wednesday amid the latest earnings reports. Stocks continued their march higher this Wednesday. All three major U.S. indexes ending solidly in the green. The Dow closed at 38,677. It added 156 points today. The Nasdaq closing at 15,756, adding 148 points on the day. And the S&P 500 closing at 4,995. It added close to 41 points today. On the earnings front, Ford gave the street some good news. The stock was up 6% on that. However, Snap tumbled 34% after disappointing shareholders on their earnings report. I'm Kelly O'Grady, Fox News. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, building your credit. Mm -hmm. Valuable information from Don today, as always. Did you say that facetiously? No, 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 no. No, you meant it from the bottom of your heart. I listen to everything that you say. Yes, you do. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I incorporate it into my life. All right. Uh, Okay. I'm going to get my boots on here. Uh, Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, I know know a guy who's a safe made multimillionaire. He's done it through very hard work on, on real estate. Who is he? His name is, no, until about eight years ago, he never had a mortgage, nor did he use a credit card. He self-financed every deal. Several years ago, he chose to borrow for a portion of an apartment complex purchase. It was a big purchase. Since he had no credit history, there was no bank that would lend to him. (laughs) I mean, he could show that he had millions in real estate and in the bank, but they wouldn't lend to him. Well, his case is very rare. Very few people don't show up on a credit agency's radar in the current financial environment. Electronic transactions are mandatory for some businesses. Navigating personal and business finances is all but impossible without leaving some form of an electronic uh, credit footprint. So it is important to, to do it right. Borrowing money can be a smart way to finance an enterprise that can create wealth. A good credit rating means that that translates to lower interest credit, and there are several things that you can do to build your credit rating. First of all, apply for a credit card. If you are extended credit, use the card occasionally to pay it off, and and and, and make sure you pay it off well in advance of the due date without carrying an unpaid balance. This creates a credit history. The longer you pay your bills on time, the better you qualify for more credit at a lower rate. If you are not extended credit, apply for a prepaid secured card. A secured card is backed by a cash deposit, which will be your credit limit. You'll receive a bill and make payments as with an an unsecured card. And once you build credit history, you will probably qualify for an unsecured card. All monthly bills, like your utilities, need to be paid on time. Again, to build and maintain great credit, you'll need to continue to make timely payments. Learn where you stand by checking your credit rating regularly. Most credit card companies will post your credit rating by registering with annualcreditreport.com. That's annualcreditreport.com. You can download a free report three times a year. If there's something incorrect in that report, Contact them and clear it up. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600. Today is National Kite Flying Day. Oh. Encouraging us to explore kite flying and making enthusiasts across the country mark the day by launching their kites or making plans to attend festivals. Kites date back to China in 470 B.C. Wow. 
Kites have been around a while. We got the wind for it today. We do. Yeah. So if I said go fly a kite, uh, you'd actually do it today. Actually, uh, yes. Okay. I actually I can remember. No better time to fly a kite than early February. Yeah, it's the best time. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so nice out. Great. I remember flying a kite with my brothers at Willard Elementary School, over near our home in Wichita, and I was about five. Yeah. And I had we had the string was wrapped around a stick. Oh yeah, sure. And they said, "Here, you hold this, but don't let go." I looked up there, and they, it looked like that kite was up there about eight miles. Yeah. I'm sure it was about a hundred feet. <laughs> yeah. I can remember that just as. As uh, as much as it was yesterday. What, do you remember? Did you ever build a box kite? Box kite. I, yeah, I remember that, we built a box kite. And I said, "This is this ain't gonna fly." They, they, fly my, they fly good. But my brother was a technician with that stuff. I mean, he was so great at building like those airplanes with the paper over the wings. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. the, the RC controlled ones that were on a string. Yeah. yeah. The Wichita Eagle uh, published a photo of my son flying a kite over by Junior. Marshall Junior High. He was about eight years old. Aww. And I got we've got it somewhere at home. I don't know where that is, but it's really cute because he's he's running along and it's from you see him coming toward the camera and the kite's over his hair is blowing and wind and everything. It's quite a photo. Oh, he has hair. He did at that oh, time. Okay. Yes. Okay. When he was eight years old, he had a yeah, gotcha. marvelous head of hair. <laughs> That's great. All That's right, a Don, memory. Don, you know what I say to you? Go fly. A <laughs> Go kite. fly a kite. <laughs> I will do it today. All right. You gonna be back tomorrow on our. Big pre, uh, pre-Super Bowl show? Oh, heck yes. It'd be fun. Thank you, Don. Don Thank Grant, you. CFP, the Money Tracker. Stay with Steven's head. Coming up at the 7 o'clock hour, our 7 o'clock news this morning. Victims unaccounted for after a shooting and house fire in Pennsylvania. And Sedgwick County Commission creates Communications Advisory Board. That's on the way. Steven's head of the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T Mobile. You can count on T Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 